Hey, everybody. Can't we agree that people really suck? Because I really think so. Welcome to the first episode of People Really Suck. I am doing this podcast with my friend Christina, but our schedules have been up and down, left and right, not coordinated at all. But we're going to get there. And our first episode together is going to be about sexism and feminism and why people suck when they're sexist. But this episode, I wanted to talk about trauma and manipulation. It's a big one, ain't it, huh? I'm not going to go into depth about my personal life because I did that with Cold Brew, my old podcast, and I don't want to do that. And I'm going to try my best. I recorded this episode twice already, and I was getting too personal because I wanted to like go into depth about my trauma, but I don't want to do that because it's triggering. And I don't want to be triggered because fuck that. Um... But I do want to talk about, you know, my trauma, my manipulation that I've been through to show that people really suck because people are capable of doing that to other people. I have been a victim of manipulation and developing trauma ever since I was born. Thank you, dad. Um, And I hate the term daddy issues because I feel like it really belittles the actual issue. It is not a daddy issue. It is an actual problem. So the fact that a grown-ass adult parent thinks it's okay to manipulate and traumatize their child doesn't fit right with me at all. I don't believe that my father was built to be a father. I don't think he should have had kids, period, like at all. I'm happy to be, am I happy to be born? <laughs> am I happy to be alive? I don't know. We'll figure that out eventually. But, um, you know, I'm happy me and my brother are on this earth, you know, living, living the way that we live, but we live. But, you know, people like my dad shouldn't have had kids. But that's besides the point. People are out there really sucking Because they think that it's okay to be that kind of person. But I feel like people who manipulate and traumatize others might not realize what they're doing. Like, I feel like some, a small majority do realize that they can manipulate and that they are doing that. But the other part of the world doesn't realize. And they're just doing it. And I feel like my dad is on the silver lining of that spectrum as in he's sort of aware but at the same time he's not because right now when I talk to my dad he doesn't manipulate he's old (laughs) I feel like when they get older they just stop hashtag my grandmother she was also well okay actually my grandma is fine she was a little bit of a toxic she she's still alive, <laughs> but she was a little bit toxic, and now she's less, but I think it's because she's also old, but my grandfather, terrible manipulator, terrible toxic human being, and I think my grandma picked up those traits, if anything. I don't think she always was like that because she is a good person now, Um, but my dad, he's a little bit better, but he was tragically terrible, and anyway, just 
I say that he's on that silver lining because he's kind of aware and he's kind of, you know, sorry for what he did to me. But at the other end, he's not. He's very oblivious. I mean, after my parents' divorce, which I was hoping for since I was 13 years old, um, he basically told me to my face, like, why are you angry at me? And I'm like, what do you mean? Why am I angry at you? Is this a trick question? Is it a rhetorical question? Am I being punked? Where's Ashton Kutcher? Um, I'm not going to talk about a lot of what happened, but, you know, I was basically called crazy, said I was going to live under a bridge, die alone, amount to nothing, I am useless, and again, that I am crazy. I got my first optical migraine as a kid. He called me crazy because he just, instead of taking me to a doctor, he just didn't know what was wrong with me and he pretended that it didn't happen. Um, I developed really bad social anxiety as a kid and that was previous to migraine development. And he would just say, you need to go to school or else you're going to amount to nothing and you want to amount to something, right? So... I mean, he's right. I want him out to something, but Jesus, he don't have to say that to a kindergartner like that. Um, I'd get like bad grades and he would tell me that I am a complete waste of space. Like it's crazy. The shit that he, he would spit out of his fucking mouth and traumatizing a kid in that way leads them to being an adult with problems that haven't been solved. Like, my migraines could have gotten way less, way less than they are if I had fixed my problems as a kid. Like, they happen from stress and anxiety and, you know, basically anything. They could even happen when I'm perfectly mentally stable, but they would happen way less. I'll tell you that. And it's not just the migraines that I worry about. It's um, the weight loss, the weight gain the headaches, and the constant feeling of dread. I'd probably have less of that too. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so him being a human being that walks around and just traumatizes in his wake is very depressing. And if you, like, some people, the people that know that they manipulate, why do you do it? That is my question. Maybe one day I'll just get some manipulator on my fucking podcast and we could ask them all these questions. But who knows if they're telling the truth? They're manipulators. But I did know a person who openly admitted to me that they can manipulate somebody and they are aware that they can do this and they will be willing to manipulate if they have to. And that's scary, Right? Am I alone in that? Because I don't think so. Because this episode is talking about people really sucking because they have the ability to manipulate and traumatize. I feel like, why aren't we living in a society that we should just be happy and helping each other? Like, what is the purpose of hurting one another? Like, what is it? Like, if you have the ability to not cheat on somebody, why don't you just do that? You know, like, you're not interested in your partner anymore? Leave them. Wow, how hard is that? You see somebody else that you think is way more attractive than your partner. Well, guess what? You're not attracted to your partner. Leave them. That's a form of fucking trauma. Like, why are you going to traumatize them? You know? What is the purpose? 
I am asking for a friend. Me, I am the friend. What is the purpose? But also manipulation. Like, why? What is the benefit of manipulating somebody? I am a person, again, who has... I don't even know if I mentioned this, but I have been manipulated so many times and traumatized. And not because I'm a dumbass, okay? But because people who manipulate, again, either don't know or know very well that they do it. And especially if they know that they are manipulating, they are trained professionals in manipulating. No matter how many times I have been manipulated, I can get manipulated again. Yes, I know the signs. And I don't trust anybody because I'm traumatized. I probably won't be able to get manipulated again because I'm manipulating myself into not trusting anybody. But, like, my question is, is just why? Like, what is the actual purpose? Like, people who are really nice, they get taken advantage of. Hashtag, they get manipulated. Because it's easy to manipulate them because they'll just do anything for you. What? Why? Why do you have to manipulate them when you could just ask them nicely? But here's the thing. I feel like people who manipulate do ask nicely, and that's their form of quote-unquote manipulation. They're just like, I didn't have to work hard. They just did it because I don't feel like fucking doing it. Like, you could just get off your sorry ass and do it yourself, okay? You know, it's nice to ask somebody. You know, if you really can't do something, you can't ask somebody else to do it. But if you're just a lazy piece of shit, like... Why don't you just go be lazy and get out of whatever the fuck you're trying to ask somebody to do something for you, you know? Just get out of there, you know? Just quit your job, you know? Don't have somebody else do it for you. Like, my manipulation journey (laughs) and trauma journey started with my dad and has not ended. And now I know, like, who's capable of doing it. I know the signs. And again... People who manipulate, sometimes they know. And sometimes they know how to fool you, even if you've been traumatized again and again. The last time I got manipulated was a friend of mine that I used to call my best friend. We're going to call her Emmy. So Emmy, we worked together. Worked in the past. And we became really fast best friends for months. Like We would go off and talk on the phone. We would, well, maybe not talk on the phone, but we did talk on the phone a few times, but we would text. Oh, that was creepy birds. We would text every single day, Snapchat every single day. We would try to hang out every single day. Like we were inseparable, me and Emmy. But there was always that weird feeling in my gut. Some would call it generalized anxiety disorder. (laughs) And I honestly just thought that was it because I do have that. But I quickly learned that that wasn't it. A lot of times when I feel a gut feeling, like I blame it on my anxiety, and it really ends up not being my anxiety. It ends up being real shit. So my cat came to get pets for me right now. What a little shit. Um, And what a little shit. Um, I didn't think I was being manipulated, but she was the person who openly admitted to me that she is aware that she can manipulate. She's like, I'm aware that I have the power to manipulate and I will use it if I need to and I won't care. And that, that one was a red flag. And I knew it was a red flag right when she said it. I wasn't blinded by the light and I was not manipulated. Okay? I was not. I saw perfectly 
that that was the red flag. I saw it in my fucking eyes. I saw that red flag. And Emmy is a wild card. And it's not like, my God, she's wild. Like, no, she's... I can't even say it. Like, I just... Because I am a mental health, you know, supporter. I have mental illness. She's nuts. She's literally nuts. I can't stress this enough. She needs help. And I have told her multiple times, girl, like, you need to get some help. And because I'm worried about you and me and others. And I think a therapist or a psychiatrist would be beneficial in your situation. And I'm not saying this and oh my God, she's so funny. Like, this isn't funny. Like, this is real shit. Like, I notice that she is a bad person. And sometimes bad people just need some therapy to learn how to be better people. Because, you know, we all go through trauma and we all deal with it our own ways. Sometimes you can grow into an anxious, depressed weird little shit who still does good me um or you turn into a really bad horrendous person because you think everybody else deserves to suffer just like you did her so i was like you know you may be the lord voldemort to my harry potter but you know you need some help and still when i was very aware of like her behaviors, I was still manipulated. What? Really? Yeah. So I thought she was my best friend. I thought she was there for me. And I'm pretty sure she was. And I think she convinced herself as well that she was. And, you know, it's kind of just like with my dad where I saw him as my best friend when I was a kid. I was daddy's little girl. No matter how much shit he said to me, I was daddy's little girl. I would fight for his approval. I would always feel like I am nothing. I mean, he would yell at us for spilling water on the floor on accident. Like, geez. Um, We were always walking on eggshells around him. And I didn't realize he was abusive until I was like 13. That's still early to realize and learn about like people's behaviors. But, you know, that's when I found out he was cheating on my mom. And I told that to my aunt yesterday, actually, and she looked at me in the saddest way, and I laughed, and I was like, oh my god, I am a broken person, because I am laughing about trauma. (laughs) What? Or she just never been traumatized, she doesn't understand the humor. (laughs) But no, um, it's a sad reality that a lot of people have to go through. So, anyway... Those kind of behaviors where you're belittling someone or making them feel like they have to fight for your approval. Like, if you realize that you're being a shitty person, just stop. Like, I know it's not easy. Like, I've realized behaviors in myself that are shitty. I get them from my dad, okay? I've been working on them because it's not okay. Like, I learned that I am shitty to my mom sometimes. And, you know, you're not 100% perfect, but... It's something that I can work on because it really, it doesn't make my life better. It does make it worse and it makes it worse for her as well because it is a behavior that is like my dad's. So I'm sure it's triggering to her trauma. Hello. 
So I'm trying to work on it. But if you learn, if somebody tells you like, hey, what you're doing is actually like not good. It's manipulative. It can traumatize somebody. It's something that you can work on to be better. Why don't you just go off and be better? You know, you can go to therapy. You can have somebody work with you to be a better person. Anger management, anything like that. Like, I don't understand us as a human race, why we need to be mean to each other. Hence why I decided to start this podcast and talk about why people really suck. Because I think that these are things that we can learn to be better on. Because these are generational behaviors that we've learned over time. Sure, some aggression is in our DNA or whatever, some manipulations in our brains. But like, we can outlearn them or we can try to, yeah, outlearn them. We can try to do something to be better. And I don't think it's a false hope to have at all. Like, the reason why my dad is the way that he is is because his dad was that way. And his mom learned from his dad. So my grandparents, you know, they're not great people at all. My grandpa is a piece of shit. My grandma is better now, but she was a piece of shit because she learned those behaviors from her husband, okay? It's generational learned behaviors to be manipulators, to cause trauma. And as somebody, as a firstborn generation American, you know, I come from European roots, literally. I have no, no roots in America. I have started them, or my parents technically, because they moved here as 20-year-olds. But like, actually my grandparents did, because my grandpa moved here first. But still, my parents were born in Poland. Like, my grandpa moved here when he was old. (laughs) Like, It really starts with my parents because they gave birth here. My grandparents did not. So I'm a firstborn American, okay? My generation is in Europe. And I'm technically Western European, but, like, I'm more of the center, okay? We're Slavs, okay? Slavs are born and raised as tough, hardworking people that don't believe in emotion and mental health or any health whatsoever. You're healthy and you just die because you die. Your life was planned by God. That's it. Doctors, what are those? I mean, we go to doctors. We take care of ourselves, okay? But if a doctor tells us to take pills, it's the worst day of our lives. We won't do it, okay? Slobs are tough-skinned people. They just are born to die, okay? You're born, you're going to go on the farm and pick those potatoes and milk those cows and if you feel like crying shove it up your ass no tears down those eyes and cheeks that's just how slobs are raised and that is fucked up okay especially the toxic masculinity Ooh, terrible over there and the sexism bad but that's what i'm trying to say Manipulation is a learned behavior. Causing trauma is a learned behavior. And I feel like these generations now are great for learning them and exposing them. But the toxicity of the older generations are still seeping in into the younger generation still. I mean, that girl Emmy that I was friends with, she's younger than me. She's two years younger than me, so it's not a big deal. But she literally told me that like, oh, my generation is so soft. Like they just say they're triggered by 
everything. Like, they don't know what triggered really means. And I'm just like, what? Like, you literally have mental health issues and you're going to tell me that you're mad that your generation is exposing that mental health is a real thing and they're trying to break the stigma so that people with mental health issues can actually get help instead of destroying themselves and continuously causing trauma for other generations? Question mark. Like, the reason why we have... People who manipulate and traumatize and have toxic behaviors is because they never worked on their mental health to begin with. Like, it all starts with that, where you learn that you have a mental health issue, or maybe you don't. You just feel like there's something wrong with you, and you don't work on it, and you feel less than, so you make others feel less than, so you could feel better about yourself. That's not working on your mental health. That's making it worse and causing others to have mental health issues. And um, so I was like, girl you sound crazy, like knocked over your head. Like, why would you even say that? You should be happy. Like, this is why you can go to therapy. She never went to therapy. She went to therapy a few times and hated it. But what I'm saying now, she's never going to therapy right now. Um, so I was like, Emmy, girl, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what? Like, I can agree that maybe our generation's very soft and we're just like calling out everyone left and right. But that's just my generational trauma kicking in, isn't it? Because we are not really soft. We are strong fucking people for finally calling out the issues and fixing them. Because we should make mental health a priority, shouldn't we? We should focus on, hey, you know what you did as a, when I was a kid, as a parent, that was kind of fucked up. You shouldn't have done that. And when I have kids, I'm just not going to do that. You know, you're going to learn that that was shitty and I'm not going to do that. And maybe those parents will be like, hitting you on the ass was how I could learn how to make you behave. And now kids just get iPads and they don't know how to behave. Like, they do know how to behave. People are getting raised nowadays and they are good people. You know, they're good kids. So I don't see what the problem is. But it is a learned behavior from the old times because in the olden times we didn't have a lot we didn't have technology we didn't have the healthcare system that we do nowadays like we didn't have a lot so working hard and dying when you die is basically how you lived because there's nothing else you could do yeah you can cry on that fucking outhouse toilet but no one's gonna help you because there's nothing else i can do to provide for you because that is the true reality of that situation we didn't have the advancements that we do right now. But could we have been nice to each other? Sure, we could have. And maybe, I don't think it would have slowed down the progression of time and where we are today, but it probably maybe maybe would have gotten us even more things. Maybe we would have progressed even more. Maybe we would have had the hover cars that we saw in Back to the Future. Hello. Maybe that generational trauma stopped us from doing that because you telling your kid they're going to amount to nothing made them amount to nothing and they could have been developing the cure for cancer so like that's what i mean <laughs> it's it's a lot of rambles and a lot of tangents but it's all the same conversation of why manipulate when you can change the world and give us hover cars that float in the fucking air like airplanes you know cure for cancer or phones that don't have to charge you know they just live with us and maybe charge while we sleep without a plug-in you know i don't know i'm trying to figure shit out okay or finding a way to make animals live longer i want my cats to live forever okay with me until the uh, eternal life is that fun i don't know but what i'm saying 
is that like why manipulate when you can do good <laughs> what is the purpose and that trauma stops people from living like you think like oh you're a grown-ass adult now and you know that you had trauma in your life just get over it you know you you're aware that that was bad so you can just move on and live your happy life because you have a happy life you don't have your dad anymore you don't have those bad people anymore you can just live right It sounds so easy, but it really is not. I can't just live because I'll have moments of depression because I will realize that I still am in that trauma. This dog is going to get whacked. Who is he barking at? Okay. I love dogs. Please. I really do. I I do. I've had dogs, (laughs) but like this dog is barking a lot and it's ruining this session of talking. I think he's just barking at a random ass person. I don't fucking know. But anyway, like I don't realize that any of that affects me until things like this happen where I have a headache for a fucking week because I had an optical migraine from eating gluten. Yep. And from being super stressed out. So it was a really bad optical migraine, which ended up being a really bad regular migraine and it wouldn't go away for a few days. Because I stopped eating because I was afraid of eating anything because I was afraid of eating gluten again and getting a reaction. Um, And then I realized that it wasn't just the gluten that gave me the migraine. It was the stress that I was holding onto because I was so anxious about absolutely everything. And I was trying to control absolutely everything. And I was so stressed out about absolutely everything because of the trauma that I had grown up with as a child. Yeah. You know, your dad telling you that you are going to amount to nothing makes you want to have control over everything. I mean, the migraines, one, made me want to have control over everything to try to get rid of them. But my dad telling me that I am useless and dumb made me want to get control of everything because I was like, I am in control of everything. I need to change everything so my dad could stop saying this stuff to me, so I could get rid of the migraines, so I could get rid of the panic attacks, so I could literally make my dad happy and love me and be proud of me. And that's the stress that I feel to this day. You know, my manager doesn't give a fuck. Like, whose manager gives a fuck about them, really? Okay, my manager does give a fuck about me. It's the perk of the job. My manager does care about me a lot. But, like, whose manager is their father figure, essentially? They're not going to care. They don't. They're not there to be proud of you, okay? They're like, you see, you hear, you feel, you taste. Okay, you can do the job. Your hands work, your arms work, your brain works. You can do the job that's all they care about. You're healthy. You can do the job. You're not fully healthy. You can still do the job. We got things for you. We got things for everybody. Everybody can work. As long as you can work, that's all that matters. They don't care. They're just there to do their jobs. Okay. So why in the sorry hell do I feel like I need to make my manager proud? Right? Questions, question marks everywhere. Why do I feel like I am not good enough for this job? question marks. That is why I'm stressed and my migraine wouldn't go away. I mean, the bad parts went away, but the headache lingered for a week and a half. Because I stopped eating, yes, that did not help. I I could have eaten and probably would have went away sooner. But the reason why I got the headache in the first place was because I was stressing out and I ate gluten, but we can avoid that one. Um, I was stressing out to the point where I learned now recently that I was getting a lot of headaches and I didn't think about that because you know my mom gets a lot of headaches too she does so 
in the end, so what I'm saying is the trauma that I have lived through turned me into this person that I think that my manager gives a fuck. <laughs> and I think my company gives a fuck about me. What? What company gives a fuck about their employees? Tell me. Give me an answer. Because I think none. Like, my manager does care about me. Again, that is the exception. But I'm trying to do, like, a rhetor- rhetorical... Rhetoric. Yes, it's rhetorical. A rhetorical thing right now. Like... Just do your job, you know? I shouldn't feel the stress to want to make her proud or want to make her see me as that I deserve the job. Like, it's crazy to think that that goes through my head. And I was so stressed out. I would be working my ass off, like, literally to the point where my body was in so much pain. I have no trouble sleeping is what I'm telling you right now. I come home, I pass the fuck out onto my bed no questions asked like i am mentally and physically exhausted from this job and i'm telling you this i don't need to be this job is not a hard job it is not it is very easy job but here i am with a headache that lasts a week because i have stress in my body and anxiety And it's all because of my dad. Generational trauma. What? So, you know, if you could just not manipulate and not cause trauma to people, do that. Don't be a fucking dick. Like, it's not that hard. Like, it can be hard. You can go to therapy, get help, and fix yourself. But it really, truly is not that hard. Like, what makes you want to hurt people? Like, what is it? Like, yeah, people really suck. But the more of you people who manipulate and traumatize others, like, the more of you exist, the more pain you're going to cause, and the less we will want to be better people, which, I mean, doesn't sound bad right now, but, like, it is bad. Like, the less of you assholes makes us be better to each other and makes the world a little bit better, you know? Sure, I don't want the world to be perfect because that would be boring, right? I would have nothing to talk about. Hello, right? I know, I agree. But, like, the less of you would be better. I could bump into less of you. I could bump into one of you in my life, but not, like, ten. I'm only 28. How many more do I have to bump into of these manipulative fucks? Like, are you kidding me? My ex-fiance was manipulative as fuck. Are you kidding me? I was with that man for two years. Are you kidding me? Wasted time. Are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? I literally, like, I saw so many red flags in that man, but I chose to ignore them because I thought it was generational trauma. I thought it was because of my dad that I was reading into things too much. My anxiety was not wrong. What if I just don't have anxiety and I just have intuition? (laughs) Question marks everywhere. Like, I don't need any more. We're good. It's crazy. Like, my question is, why did my, like, ex-fiance do that? Like, why did he need to cause that trauma? Like, what benefit did it give him? Like, he lost um, a potential wife. He lost a potential good family because he was raising terrible trauma. He lost his pets because I took them because they're mine and not his. Like... I took care of them every single day. And my mom did. They're my children. 
I took them to the doctor. I groomed them. Like, they're my fucking pets. But regardless, he lost them. He lost a lot. He lost a group of friends. Like, and now he lives in a in a home that's literally the size of my bathroom. And my bathroom has a toilet, a sink, and not a big shower. Like, it, it's not a big home. It's literally, like, in someone's basement. And he still has to pay, like, $600 in rent for the tiniest house, which has mold in it. And he has nothing. Like, what did... What did traumatizing me... And manipulating me, like, how did that benefit you? That is my question. You know, same thing with my dad. Like, what was the benefit? Or same thing with my friend Emmy. What was the benefit? You lost me. The biggest prize. Stupid. No. But seriously, like, I don't understand what the benefit is of traumatizing somebody. Because all it does is, in the end, it exposes you as being a terrible person. A person who really sucks. And... You lose a lot in your life, you know, and all you can do is victim blame. Like, I know that man, that little ex-fiance of mine, we can call him Patrick because that's his name. Um, all he's doing is telling people that I treated him like shit when I didn't. I literally paid for that man. I took care of him and his home and his life. I was building a family and he was building a traumatic little life for me where I don't trust anybody anymore like at all like we thought my dad was the tip it was it was Patrick he he ruined me um I don't know if that's like the fact you could tell somebody like oh my god I ruined my ex-fiance I made her life a living hell like she's so traumatized she can't date anybody because I ruined her like is that really like, does that make, like, is that a flex? Because I don't think so. I think that's sad. Like, if I heard somebody say that, I would be like, I'm not going to talk to you because that's a red flag. And you pointed it out to me. So thank you. Now I don't have to talk to you. Like, it's those kind of things that I've experienced that I'm just like, I don't know what you won out of this. Out of being a manipulative, traumatic, toxic person what does it benefit for you? Because I don't see the benefits at all. And what does it benefit the victim in the situation? Absolutely nothing. Like, it just leaves them shot and dry and broken. I don't know why I said dry, but I guess internally, like, no feelings. But, I don't know, is that, like, it does it cross, like a thing off your list like traumatize someone cross off the list i have so much power i can just hurt someone like that's not a good thing mr lord voldemort it's not or vecna like it's just not having power over someone is sad because that means you feel the need or not the need you feel like you need to compensate in some kind of way you need to prove to people that you are better than them and why do you need to do that you just be yourself like if you just were yourself oh my god i bet you'd have a better life
like Emmy. Oh, Emmy. I could see her face in my thoughts. That's not her real name, by the way. I know I said Patrick was the real name because that is, but Emmy is not the real name. You'll never figure it out. Haha. <laughs> but Emmy, she's such a pick me girl. Like, pick me girls are manipulative. Let's be real. They are. They try to get the guy and they don't even act like themselves. It's sad. It's sad to be somebody who needs to manipulate other people just to have people in your life. Like, you just can't be yourself? Oh, because being yourself means you'll have no one in your life because your personality is actually really shitty? Question mark. Like, I don't have a lot of people in my life. And does that make me question who I am? Of course it does. Especially with so many of my dad's lovely things to say. You know, like, he said so many lovely things to me and it makes me question if I'm a good person or not. But, like... Me not having a lot of people is because I just don't trust anybody. It really is. I really don't trust anybody. Oh, my God. But, like, if you see somebody with a lot of friends, they're manipulating them. There's no other way. Because real friends are usually just a few people. Because you have maybe more of acquaintances that you can actually just hang out with and go to a party with or a bar with you know nobody has like 10 best friends and if somebody has 10 best friends check the toxic levels in that okay like my dad he's a really popular guy he's got a lot of friends Mm-hmm. it's just a form of manipulation they just want followers they're not friends they're followers and it's sad and emmy happens to be one of those people she's got a lot of followers I mean, how many guys at my previous job just basically are sucking her dick at this point? She doesn't have a dick, but, you know, that's how I'm phrasing it. Like, one of my friends, let's call him Zach. He's, like, in love with her, and he'll do anything for her. And he knows that me and her are not friends anymore, but he still talks to her, which is fine. I'm not one to say you can't, but... Let's just put this scenario. If a car was going to run over me or Emmy, he would push Emmy out of the way. And he would leave me to die. Or, you know, get severely maimed or something injured. But poor Zach being manipulated by her. And it's whatever. But that's basically the episode. I, you know, wanted to talk about how I was manipulated and traumatized and how I lived my life and how I am currently living it and how it's affected me and how it affects others like it doesn't make sense and that's one of the reasons people really suck is they can have the power to manipulate and they can have the power to traumatize and I feel like if you have that use it for good and not bad even though Emmy would be like I would use my manipulation for good like I don't feel like manipulation is in any way a form of good no matter how you use it there is no good way to manipulate somebody there is none it's never good it's never truly beneficial in a good form like god ain't gonna look at you and be like damn that was a good thing that you did like no if if god's real um so you know if you feel like you got some toxic behaviors work on them and if somebody points them out to you because you don't notice them work on them obviously 
as long as it's not from somebody who is manipulating you if they tell you you're toxic and you're not actually toxic um just ignore them and throw them out of your life because that is what my ex did to me he would manipulate me into telling me that I am just like my terrible father yep and I would believe him oh my god it was so sad but it worked didn't it I mean it worked he manipulated me (laughs) but I don't know what it benefited him for like I, I just I really have like I need to bring some kind of manipulator I should bring him onto the show and be like what like, I just have a general question. Like, manipulating me and traumatizing me, what was the benefit? Because I see her life is worse. Question marks everywhere. Or my dad. But, you know, talking to manipulators is like talking to a wall. Because in secret, they're actually narcissists. And narcissism is a mental disorder. Just in case you didn't know. Like a drop. Most manipulators are narcissists that's why sometimes they don't realize that they are manipulating or they don't realize that they are narcissists because it is a mental disorder they don't realize it anxiety is more realizable realizable that's not even a word but you realize when you have anxiety most of the time you're very much aware of having that mental illness or depression or ocd even bipolar you can realize it's hard to be aware of a lot of the more severe cases of other illnesses or even of the severe cases of these but narcissists tend to never realize that they are narcissists until you point it out. And how many times I've been told that I'm a narcissist by a narcissist. It's beyond me. And, you know, that makes you think, like, maybe I am. But narcissists never question if they are a narcissist. So that might help you out. If you ever feel like you're questioning if you are a narcissist, you already have your answer that you're not. And I have questioned that many times. So I don't know if that's a narcissistic thing to say. I'm not though. Um, so I'm just convincing you now. No. Um, but yeah. So that's why most of the time they don't realize that they are manipulating people because it is in their behavior. It is in their mental illness that they just do that. And it's like a, it's so like crazy to think that you could just be a bad person because you have a mental illness. It's like... But it it makes sense though, right? Because no one really fully mentally healthy would be a bad person because there's no reason unless somebody like killed somebody in front of your face and you, it was like your mom or your, you know, your loved one of some kind that, you know, got murdered <laughs> and you're just like, okay, I'm going to cause revenge like fucking Batman. Like there's no real reason for you to be mean or hateful or anything if unless something tragic like that happens so that makes sense to me that like people who are manipulative toxic and can cause trauma can also have like severe mental illnesses like narcissistic behavioral disorder or even bipolar disorder like i don't think people who have bipolar are terrible people i actually think they're good people because that you know, a mental illness does not define you at all. But I've had a case with Emmy where she says that she's completely bipolar and she's a complete fucking terrible human being. And I have like friends that have bipolar and they're amazing human beings. Like, but I'm saying that those are one of the illnesses that can cause people to be like meaner because 
bipolar is really an illness where you don't really know if you're good or bad because you're you know you're bipolar it's you're hot and cold it's it's worse than that but i just don't know how to describe it like i've experienced those scenarios and i just know that emmy is using her bipolar as a weapon and i hate it when people weaponize their mental illnesses it's it's a very narcissistic trait she has narcissism for sure but like you know with bipolar it's hard to like realize if you're good or bad i've i've literally heard this conversation from a lot of my friends where they're just like sometimes i i feel like i'm faking it when i'm not like i am a good person but like the internal part of me is like am i really a good person i'm like i get those thoughts with anxiety like let alone bipolar like it's hard to be a good person and it's you know if you're thinking about if you are a good person then i'm telling you that you are because no bad person thinks if they're good or not they know they're bad and they're okay with it simple um but yeah definitely people with bipolar are not bad people they're just going through their own motions and your mental illness does not define you you can do this people with anxiety are not bad people either people with depression you're not bad okay but people with narcissism you're fucking bad and get help like there are ways to get better you don't need to be terrible but you know a narcissist will never admit they're a narcissist and that's just that but anyway be better don't be a fucking manipulator don't be a narcissist don't cause trauma don't be toxic there's no reason for it there is no real benefit like all you're gonna end up doing is dying alone okay with no one because eventually in your old age people are going to realize that you're shitty and especially with now how our generations are developing what we're learning to call out bad behavior you will actually end up alone you're not gonna end up like your grandparents where your grandkids have to be nice to you because they're your elders blah 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 no because then it's gonna be like fuck your elders if they're shitty to you fuck them you will actually end up alone so try to be nice take a chill pill Zoloft, I guess. I don't know. And wake up on the right side of the bed, you know? And again, if you're like me and you learn that you have some terrible traits, work on them. Just work on them. Go to therapy. Talk to somebody. And do better because you have the ability to. Because all of these toxic behaviors that we learned over life are learned behaviors they can 100 percent be unlearned you do not have to be like that you do not need to cause further trauma on your kids and i know psychologists and psychiatrists lose some money <laughs> that way but at least they'll find some cures to problems you know they'll be happy that the cures were made but you know they'll be sad that they're losing money there's always other things that they can work on because you know what a lot of mental illnesses are in your dna and they are born with so actually fuck that psychologists and psychiatrists will always make money because mental illnesses are mental illnesses they are illnesses they are diseases they will always be there but at least the ones that are ingrained and given to will be less of you know and maybe there'll be more, you know, cures for cancer and hover cars and hoverboards because your children will be less traumatized and will be more willing to go to school. And why the fuck is someone's car alarm going off?
What the hell? Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of People Really Suck. And check out episode number two that will be probably coming soon. Um, And please let me know what you think about this episode. And if you feel the need to talk about anything, feel free. You could leave. Oh, wow. You're in traffic alarm now. You can leave some comments on the Instagram page, on the Facebook page. If I still have them active, LOL. Or even on the Anchor app, there should be a way that you can leave a message or a question or whatever. But I'll leave you with this message. Be good. If you have the option, just be good. If you turn on that alarm, I swear to God. Talk to you later. Don't be toxic.